Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Janelle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. I uh, maybe for the the Halloween episode I'll bring back one of my songs. I don't know. I haven't done it in a while, mostly because I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, and that's totally fair. I don't have the the vibes aren't right, you know. Not good vibes. Never good vibes. Not good vibes. Not recently, at least. No, I don't know if it's like the seasonal shift or just <laughs> life in general. <laughs> but the vibes are not it. <laughs> no. Bucket. on that note hi friends <laughs> hello i'm very tired so i'm not as welcome to the depressing hour <laughs> yeah it kind of feels like it to be honest do you remember when we were like peak pandemic and every episode we're like hey just trying not to unalive myself this week <laughs> yeah i feel like i was like drunk 24 7 too i mean i've blacked it all out so probably same yeah i was smoking a, a lot more back then <laughs> right <laughs> But yeah, that's where we're at mentally, physically, emotionally this week. Um, I do have good news, though, for those of you who have been flooding my inbox. Um, I bought iron pills. I'm so proud of you. I have been taking iron pills. Um, you guys can leave me alone now and stop For a fucking me. day. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You took no, I took day. T- two days. Two days. Okay, I took I'm today sorry. Two and yesterday. Days. You're like, I've been I'm taking take them. tomorrow. Two days. That's better than I've been doing in the last 30 years. Fair. And her excuse of them not tasting good isn't valid anymore because you can't. Yo, taste these them. ones are flavorless. Yeah, yeah. they don't taste like anything. Like what the fuck ones do we? They get are before? huge though. They are massive. But yeah, so far I do not feel any better. But I will keep you posted. It's been two. The days. circles are still very prominent under my eyes. I wanted a miracle. I wanted an instant gratification. You're too poor for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You gotta get a whole facelift is that what you're telling me absolutely it's the only way to solve anything <laughs> you want a quick fix you get botox <laughs> i really think that'll solve our problems right we're gonna do it one day we're oh, gonna do yeah. it absolutely maybe like our, our 35th birthday or something that's in that like... feels like a good botox number don't say how many years that's in i don't want to know <laughs> i know what's oh. like right around the corner <laughs> you know what's crazy i was working uh on some documents today at work and one of the documents was dated like the same year i was born and i was like whoa <laughs> i was like holy fuck that's old that's With, yeah. um i saw a video i think on instagram where this guy was making fun of this truck that was for sale and the truck was from the year 2000 i'm like why is he like chirping this truck so hard and he's like that truck is 23 years old i'm like no it's not and i was like oh, oh my god is. yes it is i just like i don't know recently i've been shocked at how old i am there i just keep hearing things or i'm just like there's no way and then no there is there's yeah. a way did i already tell you about the kid that wasn't born when 9 11 happened at my work i, th- I feel like i did because it just it rocked me yeah it shook my whole world that's just i had like never met anybody level. but yeah shit's fucked up um i hope your week is going better friends <laughs> yeah i honestly don't have anything this week i'm just tired we're just tired should we just get into it? Let's just do it. Let's stop depressing the audience. <laughs> I mean, you're going to talk about murder. Ah, um, uh, yeah. It's not much better. And it's, um, so today's one of those cases that it's like unsolved and very mysterious and we're probably never going to solve it. Um, so it's kind of an annoying case in that way. I hate uh, that. So today we're learning about Blair Adams and his puzzling murder. 
so Blair Adams was born on December 28th, 1986 in Surrey, British Columbia. I'm taking a page out of Danielle's book. We're in say, BC hey. this week. <laughs> um, he lived there his whole life and eventually began working for his stepdad's construction company. Uh, I don't know what kind of construction they did, but it led to him moving to Germany for a period of time doing hmm. construction in Germany. Um, while he was there, he met a woman who later became his unnamed girlfriend. I could not find her name for the life of me. She was just known as girlfriend. Uh, he brought What's her back name? with him. Blair. So Blair's girlfriend. Blair's girlfriend. Um, he brought her back with him when he returned home to BC. Um, and I think they kind of traveled back and forth a little bit between the two countries. So Blair's girlfriend is literally what I call her in the next paragraph. <laughs> and his family uh, all thought he was a perfect gentleman. But something changed after he came home. One of his colleagues in Germany said he was, quote, abrasive and confrontational during his time overseas. He was rumored to have gotten into several fights, but anybody who knew him said that that just it couldn't be true because it wasn't his personality at all. Okay. Um, except a dark side of his personality slowly started to emerge uh, that made the rumors seem more likely. So in the past, Blair had struggled with alcoholism, but he was over two years sober when he left for Germany. When he got home, though, he stopped attending his AA meetings and he uh, his behavior kind of changed. And they thought, you know, maybe he's drinking again. Maybe there's something going on. Uh, he would leave his construction sites unannounced and also unlocked. Like he would just up and leave for the day and not lock anything up. And uh, he eventually quit his stepdad's company with no explanation. He didn't even bother coming in to collect his last paycheck. Um, he started to become paranoid too. He told his girlfriend he was scared that his former colleagues from Germany were going to fly to BC to harm him, but he never said why. Um, he just said that they were going to come get him. Eventually his paranoia grew to the point where he was convinced somebody was trying to kill him. He wouldn't leave his apartment. His, he became like super recluse. He wouldn't go out and see anybody. He was like terrified all the time. Um, on Friday, July 5th, 1996, Blair withdrew almost all of the cash from his bank account and the entire uh, contents of his safety deposit box. He paid uh, 1700 bucks in cash to a travel agency for a round-trip flight back to Germany, but he came back later that same day and requested a refund for some reason. And they gave it to him. I didn't know you can get refunds on flights. I was like, yeah, um, I didn't know that either. Uh, I couldn't because when I booked a vacation once, the price went down significantly after I booked, and they were just kind of like, eh. Socks. Yeah, they're like too bad. I was pissed. Even like trying um, to transfer it out of your name is a bitch. I got fucked out of that too. Do you remember when I was supposed to go to Cuba? <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh, uh, back in high school. No, it was it was uh, two or three years ago. No, it had to be more than three because it was oh, pre-pandemic. Maybe four years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And they said we could transfer the names. And then when we went to transfer the names, they're like, "Sorry, you can only transfer one name." Yeah. Why? Like, fuck me. <laughs> Still haven't gone on vacation since. Um, anyways, so he, he got his refund. I did not. The next morning, he was caught trying to cross the Pacific Highway entry point into Blaine, Washington. So where Vancouver or um, BC and Washington meet. Uh, he was trying to just walk in. Uh, yeah. uh, Im <laughs> immigration officials saw him and apprehended him noting that he had scratches all over his hands and legs they also noted that he matched the description of a suspected car thief that had stolen a car from vancouver the day before they even found that car near where blair was trying to cross the border they didn't have enough evidence to hold him though so they released him back into canada 
Uh, that didn't stop him for too long. Uh, he ended up going back to his mom's for a couple days, refusing to go back to his apartment for his own safety. Uh, he was worried somebody was waiting there for him. So he crashed at his mom's for a couple days. Um, when he left, he drove to the Vancouver airport, dropped his own car off, and then picked up a rental where he then drove uh, across the border into Seattle, got to the airport in Seattle, and then bought a one-way flight to Washington, D.C., what? Strange little fact, the round-trip ticket was half of the cost of the one-way, but he insisted he did not want a return flight, even though it was basically free. He could have just paid for it and, like, not taken the return flight, but he's like, no, I must have a one-way. Interesting. Um, Blair arrived in Washington on July 10th, where he rented a Toyota and started a seven-hour drive to Knoxville, Tennessee. He didn't know anybody in, in Tennessee. Nobody knew why he chose to go there. Uh, he'd never been before. That's just where he decided to run to. So he got there around 5.30 p.m. on the 10th and was spotted at a gas station in the Strawberry Plains Pike area, which sounds really cute. Strawberry Plains. I really liked how that sounded. Um, if you're from there, tell me if it's cute or not. Uh, he, had, I, he was trying to like picture what it would look like, and I don't think it is what I'm picturing. But um, So he had car troubles at this gas station, and a serviceman drove out to help him. When the service guy got there, he noticed Blair was using the wrong key to try to start the car. So he kept the key from his previous rental, which was a Nissan, and he was trying to start the Toyota with the Nissan key. Um, the service guy told him to just... N- not not many. No. Uh, the service guy told him to check his pockets for the right key, saying, quote, if you drove this thing up here, you gotta have another key in your pockets. But Blair refused to look for it. He just kept saying, the car's a dud, it's broken take me out of here tow the car so after what i imagined to be some very frustrating back and forth the service guy did give blair a lift dropping him off at the fairfield inn hotel the rental was towed away without the key uh the service guy would later tell investigators that blair quote didn't appear to be on drugs but his mind wasn't functioning correctly for some reason Uh, The strange behavior continued into the hotel. Blair walked in and out of the lobby five times over the course of 40 minutes before finally walking up to the desk and paying uh, $100 in cash for a room. He left without getting his change. It was later revealed that he never actually entered the hotel room at all. He just took the key and then left the hotel and was not seen until the next morning. Weird. Uh, The next next morning, July... (laughs) Nobody knows. What the hell? Nobody knows. Uh, The next morning, July 11th, Blair's body was found on a construction site across the highway from the hotel he was supposed to be staying at. At first, a construction worker thought he was just like a passed out drunk dude from partying the night before. But then they noticed something strange. There was thousands of dollars in Canadian, German, and American currencies scattered all around his body and stuffed into the pockets of his jeans. There was also a leather fanny pack nearby that had five ounces of gold bars along with some gold and platinum coins and jewelry. Uh, According to a lieutenant from the major crimes unit, Blair's pants had been, quote, or sorry, Blair's pants had, quote, been removed like somebody else pulled them down for him, end quote. And his shoes were placed, quote, (laughs) under his head like a pillow. His duffel bag was recovered from the scene containing a plane ticket and a rental car receipt, which helped investigators like trace his steps back backwards back to BC. Um, 
the key for the t- Toyota was also found laying beside him. So he, <laughs> he did, in fact, have the key for the Toyota. That's good. The autopsy would later reveal that Blair had been beaten to death, with the cause of death being septic shock from a stomach rupture. Oh, uh, he had chunks of his hair missing, uh, but he did have a strand of someone else's hair clutched in his hand. Um, they were unable to identify the the hair. There was no DNA on That's it. That's like um, a like, you know how the little... fucking way to go. Oh, yeah. It sounds awful. Um there were also injuries consistent with sexual assault, although they were unable to find DNA evidence to confirm it. Uh, he had food in his stomach, indicating he had eaten at some point before his death, but he did not have any drugs or alcohol in his system. Hmm. Uh, and that was it. That was all the evidence police had to go on. There were no clues as to a murder weapon. The hair did not bring back any DNA matches. There was no real witnesses, although a security guard said he thought he heard a woman screaming around 3.30 a.m., the only theory uh, investigators came up with, sorry, the way it's, I can't scroll any further down and the words are right behind the mic. <laughs> um, the only theory investigators had come up with is that it was a sexual act that turned deadly. Um, the hotel that Blair was supposed to be staying at and also a nearby truck stop were both known as prostitution hotspots at the time. Uh, so their theory was perhaps he paid for someone's services and they turned on him. Personally, I don't think so because I think they would have taken all the cash and jewelry and stuff. I'm like, where did you get like the gold bars and stuff like that? Yeah, I think I I haven't read anything to confirm it, but I'm pretty sure that came from his like security deposit box thing because he did empty it before he took off on this wild journey. Um, But I haven't seen anything that confirmed that. I just feel like somebody who is in that I don't want to like stereotype, but like. I would take the money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you like, just going to kill him it? and leave him with thousands of dollars and sprinkle it all around him and not take any of it. Um, so that's that's my thought process. I have no idea what actually happened to him. I just don't think it was like a, a sexual thing gone wrong. Um, in 1997, Unsolved Mysteries aired an episode looking into Blair's wild road trip. Uh, but unfortunately, nobody ever came forward with any information. His case is just as close to being solved now as it was the day he was murdered that's it that's insane we're just gonna leave it with a big question mark um, and like with his shoes under his head it's kind of looks like it was like almost staged in a way that like it was definitely staged and like with the money laying around and stuff it's kind of like a taunting i took it as taunting almost yeah or like if it was like, a, like you know how like certain gangs will like leave like like a body a certain way to be like like hey, a marker this yeah yeah Maybe it's something yeah. like a uh, a signature. Lines. A signature is the word we're signature. looking for. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So there was some theory that he. So it wasn't. The, how do I word this? My brain is potatoes today. Um, so he was so paranoid that somebody was trying to kill him that he like ran away. But people don't think that the people he was running from are the ones that killed him. They think that he just got himself into trouble while trying to run away kind of thing. Okay. So they don't think it was like a targeted thing. Like they don't think it was his coworkers from Germany or whoever he thought was trying to kill him. They think it was just, he got scared, ran, got himself into trouble. But it's also weird that, that he th- knew that he was going to die and then he yeah. ended up dying. Yeah. But like, how would they have followed him to Knoxville? You know what I mean? Like, how would they know that that's where he was going? That's true. Yeah, I have no idea. I want to know what this guy did in Germany. I want to know 
who he fought in Germany that led to this. Right. But yeah, this this one was puzzling to me, and I haven't done a good open-ended one in forever. So if you have any theories, if you're familiar with this case, by all means. And it's kind of wild that there's no DNA with that hair strand. No. Um, with hair, I think most people know this fact, but I'm going to say it anyways. There, you need the little, like, follicle at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have it, you can't grab the DNA. So I'm guessing it just didn't have that in it. Yeah. Either that or just didn't have a match in the system. Yeah. Hopefully it, they did get DNA off of it and it's just not a match. And then they can do some like ancestry Maybe one day. shit. Ancestry hit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love an ancestry moment. We do. Um, yeah, but that's, that's crazy. That it's one. so sad. What a, like, yeah. it's going septic because your stomach ruptured? Wow. I, that sounds very like long Brutal. and painful and not a great way to go it's a very slow death yeah i'm sorry blair yeah um i'm very excited for next week's episode though or not next week but the next next one i i have something kind of halloweeny and i'm very excited to share it halloweeny you said weenie. kind of halloweeny it's not like it's not like aggressively halloweeny but like enough. it's a vibe <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. vibe <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll get it that's all that matters um so this week i obviously went back to a hotel because that's just what i do are um, we in like a last so the hotel or... we're gonna talk about today is um hotel del uh coronado i believe um so it's located in the city of coronado which is in california oh california yeah so it's a beach french french fuck it's great start now <laughs> <laughs> it's a beach a beachfront hotel uh it was originally opened in 1888 um so this hotel is just across from san diego bay um and in that time the real estate was like really booming so naturally like let's build a hotel resort um it's 18- always how it works and it never goes well <laughs> right um in 1885 a group of five investors bought um coronado like itself and the north island like the town yeah it's like a little island um uh, and like the north island for a total of 110k and they got four thousand acres (laughs) yeah you can't even buy a plot of vacant land for that anymore not at all nope (laughs) oh yeah so the hotel construction started in may of 1887 It was set to basically be, as I said, a beachside resort. During construction in June of 1887, there was a daughter and a son of two of the building supervisors. So one of the supervisor's daughter and one of the other supervisor's son. Um, They got married on site. I don't know if it was by their choice, but they did. Um, (laughs) So the hotel hosted its first wedding before it was even fully built. Which is fucking weird. Um, In February of 1888 is when the doors first opened. Um... And honestly, it was pretty much built for, like, the rich and elite at that time. Um, mm. As I said, it was more of a resort um, before resorts were, like, an official thing. Uh, room rates at the time were a whopping $2.50 a day, which included three meals. Insane. We were born could... in the wrong decade. I don't even know what you could get Century? for 2 Century. Anymore. Fucking not even a pack of gum. I went to fucking Shoppers Drug Mart the other day for a pack of gum. It was almost four doll hairs. <laughs> wow. It's insane. I was flabbergasted, but I was, where was, I was going somewhere. 
I was going to get my eyebrows waxed and I just ate and I was like, oh my God, my breath might stink. <laughs> so I went to buy gum and I was like, well, I need it. So I paid the $4. That's fucking insane. You know what They're really very close to your face when you get your... The cost of like cream cheese. I haven't even looked. I won't eat it. So I just stopped buying things. <laughs> you used to be able to get cream cheese like two for $5. One pack is like, like $10.99 and just like the small little ones. It's, it's so insane. fucked. Insane. everything's so fucked for me it's my iced coffee i buy like pre-made iced coffee to quote save myself money from going to starbucks every day when i first started buying it it was like three bucks a bottle now it's like 750 a bottle yeah. sometimes 8.99 why don't you just like go to starbucks no um <laughs> just make like co- iced coffee at home um i've tried it a couple times and it hasn't worked out well someone told me another way of doing it that I will eventually try, but I just like the convenience of it already being in a bottle for me, you know? Well, Do I like it to pay eight ninety nine? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, then don't complain. If it keeps going up, then I'm going to learn. <laughs> See, like, when I made iced coffee at home, I just made coffee, let it cool down a bit, and put ice in it, and it tasted the exact same. See, I don't like it like that. I did that today because I ran out of iced coffee. Um, Didn't like it. I don't know. Maybe I just buy shitty coffee. Maybe I just need to buy better coffee. Yeah, but uh, there's a way to do using. cold brew with like you you put like the the grounds and like a cheesecloth and you brew it like cold. Mm-hmm. I might try that. That's gonna be my next my next project. See, I don't. I'm probably just missing like the memo on how to make good iced coffee. But like, I don't know. I mean, if you like it, then it's fine. I just don't like it. <laughs> I just don't know the difference between like what makes like it's just coffee. I like mine sweet. I like mine sweet. That's so put a lot of sugar so in the it. one that comes in a bottle is like pre-sweetened and everything. Put just sugar in it. Just dump a sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just dump a shit ton My of sugar. My pumpkin syrups. Yeah. There you go. We'll figure it out. This Little. is this is how this is how I buy a house. I'm gonna stop buying pre-made iced coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no more Honestly. avocado toast. No more. <laughs> I haven't ordered Starbucks all week. I'm very proud of myself, and so is my bank <gasps> That's account. That's amazing. So. The last time I had Starbucks was when we went together. Nope. I'm lying was my birthday i was gonna say it was your birthday but that was free it was free so yeah but yeah so the last purchased one was with me was when we went out yeah fair mine was killing it i think emma was here i don't know sometime over the weekend at some point um anyways yeah anyways so sidetrack this uh, (laughs) this resort was one of the first largest buildings to actually have full electricity um, at the time, they had 399 rooms. There was like a saltwater pool, a tennis court, bowling alleys. You could go deep sea fishing because it shit. was right on the water. Um, For they $2.50. Had, yeah. And they even had an ostrich farm. What the fuck? Like the most random. Here's an ostrich For farm. $2.50. Yeah. Um, so this was a fancy place for the rich, as I said before, like Edward, the Prince of Wales, um, was it, this was like in the early 1900s, um, had a party there in like their crown room. So they had like a big ballroom kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it hosted presidents, famous people such as Charlie Chaplin, Catherine Hepburn and Betty Davis. Um, in World War II, the hotel was used to house pilots that were being trained at a nearby like naval air base. Um, a lot of hotels and resorts were kind of taken over by the government during World War II, as like we're all aware, um, and used mm-hmm. as like hospitals or housing. Um, but they didn't take this one over because the hotel offered to house like families of officers in the Navy. So they like kind of made a deal. They're like, if you house these people, we won't take over your building. 
So when you say take over, they mean like completely like run the show? Yeah. Yeah, they fully take over. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this one didn't. So this one still operated as a hotel. They just housed people. I did not go to history class in case anybody. Oh, did neither notice. did I. <laughs> no, this is why I read. <laughs> um, so the hotel went through many owners and M. Larry Lawrence had bought it in 1963 and put in 150 million at that time to refurbish oh, wow. it as, um, it had seen like way better days it ended up like getting really bad after world war ii and mm-hmm. like throughout a bunch of owners uh he ended up adding to the hotel so it went from 300 and what was it like 399 rooms or something like that um to 700 oh wow yeah the family of larry lawrence Is sold three dollars pro- to stay there now fuck probably <laughs> <laughs> you're paying premium um so the family of larry lawrence sold the property to the travelers group after his death and then they also did a 55 million um update in 2001 Uh, it went through even more owners since then i think it's currently owned by blackstone but it's under the management of hilton hotels and resorts oh um and so the hotel was put on the list of historic hotels in america or of america um in 2018 and that's kind of where it stands now. Um, so it's still a fancy... Uh, Is it still a functioning hotel? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a beach resort. It's actually pretty fancy. It's huge, too. Um, so with this ho- hotel being as old as it is, it's obviously probably going to be haunted. And that's why it's on the show. Um, <laughs> but there seems to be... We're actually just a tourism podcast. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, that's it. That's all, that's all we're talking about. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Um, but there seems to be one spirit that's contributing to the, like, the activity, and that is Kate Morgan, allegedly. Um, <laughs> so Kate was 24 at the time, and she arrived at the hotel on Thanksgiving Day in 1892, uh, and she was alone and apparently from reports seemed very unhappy. Um, she actually checked in at the time as Lottie A. Bernard, so not her actual name. Um, she was apparently waiting for someone to join her at the hotel and she kept asking the staff if they've like seen her. Some people say that she was looking for her brother and other people say she was just looking for a man to see if like they checked in. Um, after about five days of staying at the hotel, Kate was found on the beach dead from an apparent suicide. Um, Mm. at the time they couldn't positively identify her. So the police had put out like telegraphs asking if anyone knew her. Um, and her body ended up being identified as Kate Morgan. Uh, she was married to, but, um, her husband, they they were kind of estranged at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, they were both apparent scammers. So she was married to Tom Morgan and these guys would go to like casinos and hotels and just scam people basically. Um, so the theory is she showed up at this hotel to meet someone other than her husband, but the other theory is that she was just waiting for her husband to show up. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a witness that said um, Kate was on the train traveling to the hotel, the same train that they were on, um, and she had an argument with someone on the train, and it was some gentleman. Uh, this person was definitely traveling with her, and after the argument, the guy just deserted her, like took the luggage and kind of left. People think this was an argument with her husband, and he just ditched her at the train. So when she went to the hotel, um, she that's why she if he beat her there. Yeah, or if she he was like showing up kind of thing. Um, the coroner confirmed she died by a self-inflicted gunshot wound, um, and she purchased this, um, handgun prior, like it was a day or two prior in San Diego. 
Um, so she died at the hotel within five years of it even being opened. Um, so her spirit has been around for quite a long time. Uh, both guests and employees have said they've seen her or felt her present, her presence. Uh, Kate stayed in room 3327. Uh, and this room is one, the most booked out room in the hotel. So good luck trying (laughs) to get it. Is it because it's haunted? Yeah. (laughs) And the room, um, with the most activity. So hence why it's always booked out. Uh, there are reports of the lights in the room will start to flicker and then stop. Um, the TV will turn off and on by itself. There are cold spots felt and random breezes being felt in the room, even with no windows or fans on or windows open and fans on. Um, there are cold <laughs> spot or sorry, I'm re- literally repeating the same sentence. Um, <laughs> people have also reported that items in the room will be randomly moved, including their own belongings. Like someone reported that like they had a pair of socks that were like left at the bottom of their bed and all of a sudden they were like neatly folded on like the dresser. Like, after they slept. Like, no one was there. Thank you. Yeah. Although, like, that's kind of a nice thing to do. Like, I would love for a ghost to clean up after me in a hotel room. Because I'm not one of those people who, like, folds my clothes and puts them in drawers. Uh, my hotel rooms look like a bomb hit it when I stay at a hotel. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, please haunt me and please fold my clothes. Yeah. Please and thank you. I think that's, like, the best kind of ghost. Yeah. A, so nice, much hospitality. a nice polite one that just wants to help. Yeah. Um, so people have heard voices and footsteps in the room as well. Um, Kate has also been seen like physically wandering the hallway of the third floor and also along the seashore because that's, I guess, where her death happened. Yeah. Is she, is she like a lady in white? Does she wear white? It doesn't say. You just see her. Oh. <laughs> what the picture of her, she's like just in a black dress. Okay. And it's kind of funny. Her hair is done the exact same way as your hair right now. Oh, yeah? She's, yeah? she's got heatless curls in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the... I'm scared of me to look like George Washington in the morning, to be honest. I cannot fucking wait to see what it looks like. <laughs> it looked okay when I tried it the other day, um, but I didn't... Have, like, my hair wasn't wet enough, so not all of it, like, took. Curled, yeah. So we're... Uh, yeah. I bought one of those stupid Instagram things, you guys. I caved those, like heatless curl it's like a rod that you put in your hair so yeah <laughs> that was my bright little ray of sunshine I mean, this week. you never know it might like turn out really really well so um my expectations are medium because it did go okay the other day but i'm scared now that it's like actually like damp that it's just gonna like like stay tight and i'm just gonna look like george washington so <laughs> worst case i might just wear my hair up to work tomorrow me being your friend i kind of hope you look like george washington I will let you know, like, you'll be my first Snapchat in the morning. I'm going to text you as soon as I wake up in the morning at, like, 6 and be like, so, how'd it go? <laughs> George. George, are you awake? <laughs> um, but, so there's a gift shop on the resort, and apparently it also has a lot of activity. So they aren't sure if this is actually Kate, but items in the gift shop will, uh, that's how much <laughs> This is so exciting. Um... <laughs> I'm just tired, you guys. It's been a week. Um, Like, the items in the gift shop will just randomly go flying off the shelves. There was one incident where it was, like, almost like a... I think it was, like, a shot glass or, like, some type of, like, travel glass mug thing. Um, And uh, it went flying off the shelf but didn't break. Oh. Yeah. So, they say a lot of things don't break, but so that's why they think, like, someone's kind of, like, just grabbing them. I was going to say poltergeist, but, like, they're a little bit more aggressive chaotic than that like they would try to break things totally 
Totally. Um, there is another room that's supposed to have activity in it. This is room 3519. It was formerly 3502. Uh, this room has weird activities such as items being moved around and voices being heard as well in those disembodied footsteps. Um, and they the hotel itself like does like the ghost tours and stuff like that so they talk about more um about that room as well but can you imagine doing a ghost tour and you like rented out that room and then like you're just trying to get out of your room and they're like this is where this ghost is (laughs) you're just trying to sleep and you hear people like screaming outside your room yeah that'd be i'd be so annoyed um, I do love when p- places take advantage of that, though, and, like, do the ghost tours and all that. I think, like, if if you have a haunted facility, use it. That's a huge stream of income. Weirdos like us will show up. <laughs> totally. And now we're all out of the woodwork now. There's so many of us. Yeah. There's so many of us. I've done a couple haunted tours now. I love them. Oh, I love them. I would They're love to so do more. Fun. They're so much fun. Um... I want to do the one that's at um, that village. Oh my God, what is it called? The, the one near me? Yes. I would also like to do that one. Yeah. Because it'll let's be fun. Do it. Yeah, let's do Not it. Not this year, but... Next year. When we actually yeah. have time and energy. <laughs> <laughs> that's being awfully optimistic, but... <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so that's the hauntings of the Hotel de, uh, well, Del uh, Coronado. Um, so there's so many theories surrounding Kate Morgan that she either just died by suicide because she was upset her husband left her um, or she was actually murdered. So some people theorize that either her husband murdered her um, or maybe she was going there to have an affair with somebody else and he found out and then murdered her or the person she was meeting up with showed up and murdered her. But she did purchase the, the gun, right? Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. allegedly yeah Ew. but there's a bunch of theories online so it's kind of interesting and wild to see but apparently she was like a scammer and then there's another theory that she was um just like a simple like um maid for some like rich elite family and then she just kind of got involved with the wrong people so and got herself into trouble yeah but the I'm fact that pictures she's of the been hotel around, and it's fucking gorgeous it's isn't it nice but she's been around since 1892 so holy mokers the hotel or her her oh yeah look at the picture yeah are you talking about her hair or (laughs) her hair her outfit the whole the whole shebang yeah so are they saying that she like walks around wearing that because that's like a good haunting outfit I that think it's a so. great haunting outfit. I kind of like that. I didn't see any like real description. They just say they've seen her walking the halls of the third floor and then also at the shore. I'm hoping she's got this on because this is like mad spooky vibes. I'm into right. it. I also well, want to know how they didn't go into detail how they identified her. Because like they said, yeah, they sent out they pictures. They didn't have DNA. They, didn't, they definitely did not have DNA no, back then. Definitely not. They said they so, sent out um, like, I was going to ask. Why did they have a hard time identifying her? Was it like state of the body or was it just that she had no ID on her or? That's the thing. I would think it might have been state of the body. Mm. Yeah. But then her body ended up being claimed. So. Either someone knew her or maybe like she had belongings in her room or something that they traced back to her. Yeah. Maybe she had like a photograph like in her room of herself. (laughs) Maybe. Who's this bitch? (laughs) 
This one looks like a nice one to visit, though. Like, it's in, like, all of the other ones that we want to go visit are in, like, Alaska and stuff. And this is, like, nice beachfront, like, gorgeous-ass hotel. Yeah. Can we, like, start here? And, then- and like, we show up and be like, so is it still two fifty a night? <laughs> like, $2.50. Yeah. I heard the going rate is $2.50. And we get our three meals. Is that U.S. or Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that hotel. Fun, fun fun it's a gorgeous hotel and i will be adding that to our bucket list i just love how they have like one set ghost yeah which is surprising considering it like housed uh like families of like like what is it called like war people yeah soldiers soldiers yeah um like you'd think there'd be a little bit more energy negative energy there but no she's just she's just that's her hotel yeah, she maybe she scared them all away. She's like, get the fuck out maybe, of here. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that was fun. Super fun. Bedtime. <laughs> Bro, I'm so ready. I'm like passing out right now. We're old. <sighs> We're sorry, guys. We'll we'll try to be more enthusiastic for Halloween. I I'm pretty excited for mine for Halloween. I know that much. So I don't know what I'll I'm try doing it. yet. So naturally. <laughs> You you always make it work. It's fine. I'll drink like an energy drink or something before we record, and then I'll be like, mm, good to go. Get your iced coffee. My iced coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I'll brew it myself. <laughs> You're just gonna shit yourself the whole spot. Oh my god, probably. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> come hang out with us. <laughs> Our Instagram is a spooky hour podcast. The Twitter is at spooky hour. And the email is the spooky hour podcast six 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 at gmail dot com. I tried really hard not to yawn. She's yawning. I am yawning. <laughs> I'm old. I have a toddler. I'm just tired. Life's hard. Yeah. Life's hard. It is. Well, then we die. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll try to be. We'll try to be more chipper next week. We'll see. No, maybe not. Maybe we'll be grumpier. I don't make any <laughs> promises. <laughs> Stay spooky, friends. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye. Bye.